your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. As you heard on Live 95 News, Limerick All-Ireland winning hurler Kyle Hayes was before Limerick Circuit Court on Friday morning and Live 95 Sandra Quinn was in Mulgrave Street Courthouse for us and she joins me now in the studio. Good morning to you, Sandra. Morning, uh, Joe. Firstly, we have a lot of information up on our Live 95 website, so I take it there was a lot covered on Friday morning. Can you tell me firstly why Kyle Hayes was there? So as many listeners will remember, um, it was the 1st of December last year, Kyle was found guilty by jury in the circuit court and that was of two counts of violent disorder and he was found not guilty and was acquitted on an assault charge. It all related to injuries suffered by Killian McCarthy. Killian is from Turin in Ballysimon and it related to incidents in Icon and Upper Denmark Street in the city centre on the 28th of October 2019. So after a trial by jury, which lasted almost two weeks, um, I think it might have been in around the nine business day mark, uh, Judge Dermot Sheehan adjourned sentencing until last Friday, the 19th. So that day, as you said, there was a lot in it. Uh, Killian McCarthy took to the stand himself. He read out his own victim impact statement and the Limerick senior hurling manager, John Kiley, as well as the group director of Kirby Engineering, where Kyle Hayes works, both took to the stand for character testimonials and other references and letters were read into the court record then. So it was adjourned to last Friday for sentencing, but Kyle Hayes was not, in fact, sentenced. Exactly. So the evidence and testimonials took up quite some time. Now this can happen with a sentence hearing. There's an awful lot to go through. So after three hours, Judge Sheehan said he would need some time to consider and he adjourned sentencing to the 20th of March and Kyle Hayes was remanded on continuing bail with the same conditions as before. Now you mentioned that Killian McCarthy, the injured party from the night in question on the October bank holiday weekend of 2019, read out his own victim impact statement. Firstly, is that unusual and what did he have to say? So it's not unusual per se, um, but it is up to the individual if they want to read it out or not. So it is something, it's prepared in advance. Um, all legal representatives get to see it before it's read out. Uh, sometimes people find it too hard to read it out themselves, which is perfectly understandable. And they opt for a guard or a barrister to do it instead. But Killian, as you said, he did take the stand himself. Um, he painted a very clear picture of how his life has changed. He talked about the sports he used to play, how he used to go out, the ambitions he had in work. He's 24 years old. He's a self-employed carpenter. He spoke clearly about the impact that this incident had on him and how the injury to his eye is still affecting him. So he said things like he can't drive at night because of double vision he gets with oncoming headlights. His work requires precise vision and he still gets headaches. Um, He also spoke about being angry and frustrated and how he felt that this seeped into his home life, kind of affecting his own family and how he became known as the man involved in the incident and how he was subjected to some nasty comments. Uh, He told the court how the attacks were unprovoked and how at one point a group, including Kyle Hayes, attacked him and held his hands behind his head so he couldn't defend himself and they were his words and he said he felt terrified and alone and that he didn't know at the time how badly he'd been injured Um, but he did finish by saying he's looking forward to moving on and getting back to playing sport. Now John Kiley who listeners will be very familiar with as the Limerick Senior Hurling Manager but he's also been a teacher in the Abbey Secondary School Boys School in Tipperary for 27 years and principal there for 10 years he took to the stand to give his character testimonial. What did he have to say? 
Yep, so John Kiley took to the stand. Um, he mostly talked about his relationship with Kyle over the past seven years, how highly regarded he is, as well as the impact the trial has had on Kyle, his family, and of course, the teammates on the Limerick team. Um, he spoke about his school role and how people make mistakes and that Kyle was paying a heavy price for his actions on that night. Um, now, he did say that he knew about what happened within 24 hours. Now, this raised a question from the state barrister, John O'Sullivan, who made the point that Gardee didn't actually interview Hayes until the 7th of of January um, and John Kiley spoke about the dedication involved in the game and especially at Kyle's level. Now I was reading about that in your reports on our website and the judge seemed to make an interesting comment there about the training. What did he say? Yeah, indeed. Um, he kind of honed in on it and asked John Kiley specifically how many hours a week a person would have to spend training and playing to get to the level that Kyle Hayes is at. And John Kiley said that according to research, it's about 30 hours a week or more. And Judge Sheehan did comment that to that extent, much of Kyle's youth was spent hurling in different guises and that he might have missed out on some of the things that people his age would usually be exposed to and he said that if he had gone out more maybe we wouldn't all have ended up in the courthouse John Kiley from what I read seemed to finish on a very strong pleading note yeah, so he finished by saying that every young man deserves a second chance and he respectfully asked the judge to consider giving Kyle Hayes a second chance. Sandra, in this morning's bulletin we've been hearing about how the media focus was part of the hearing as well. Yeah, so barrister for Kyle Hayes, Brian McInerney SC, he raised the media attention as a mitigating factor, saying the case had drawn a lot of media attention and he referenced legal precedent where the media coverage was disproportionate to the charges. So he made a very interesting statement. So he said, reporters sprouted up like mushrooms in a meadow in August. And the point was also referenced by John Kiley, who said the media coverage was tough on Kyle Hayes and his family and that Kyle had made an effort to lessen that for his parents by purposely entering the courthouse separately. There were a lot of photographers outside the courthouse, as you can imagine. So as a journalist who covered both the trial and sentence hearing, what did you make of that? Uh, so I can see the point to an extent. Um, you could argue because of his profile and status as a hurler um, on a non-Ireland winning team that that's why the press were there. But the fact is, Joe, this is a circuit court case and I don't have to tell you or the listeners that Live 95 would give coverage to court proceedings here in Limerick, whether it's at district or circuit court level. And of course, because of the nature of the incident and who Kyle is it did garner more national interest than maybe some other Limerick cases. But I don't think that's the only reason the media, including ourselves in Live 95, were there. So even though sentencing was set for last Friday, this still isn't over, is it? No. So sentencing was adjourned to the 20th of March and Kyle Hayes has been remanded on continuing bail until then with the same conditions as before. So this means that he has to keep the peace, be of good behaviour. He's already handed in his passport that was done back in December. Uh, He cannot apply for a new one and he must continue to obey a curfew at his home address, Ballyoshea, Kildimo, County Limerick, between 10.30am, 10.30pm, sorry, and 6am. Well, thank you very much to Live 95 Sandra Quinn there and uh, people can read more about the sentencing hearing on the Live 95 website. Your views, your news, your